right off the bat, uh, the uh, city owns the uh, uh, the fish hatchery building, the old convention and visitor bureau. City owns the building, and they want to keep. They don't want to sell the building because it is a prime piece of property. And if whoever goes in there uh, uh, isn't able to make a go of it, the city will still have the option to do something that they want to do in it. I, I am confident that the city is not looking forward to like palms rubbing together. Oh boy, we get uh, we'll get a bed and breakfast. We'll get uh, a venue in there uh, that makes a lot of noise and ticks off a lot of of uh, neighbors. But since we're the city, we don't care. Said uh, said nobody at the city. Uh, at least I don't think Dan Trusoni is uh, my guest on the Crosstalk this morning to talk a little further about the... Uh, it wasn't last night. I know people are saying there's no. there wasn't even any conversation about the Indian, and suddenly it was gone. They stole it out from under us with no public hearings, and I thought, you're just, you just must have moved here. And then the same thing's talking about, is this the first time we've talked about it, first time I've heard about it, so you're sneaking around doing secret stuff. I think last night was the fourth public hearing on the future of the uh, uh, the uh, fish hatchery building. Is that, Dan Trusoni, is that right last night or yesterday afternoon, the fourth public hearing on the future of that building? Yes, good morning, Mike. Uh, it, it was uh, between uh, the Planning Commission, um, Finance and Personnel Committee, Common Council, and then last night the public input session. Uh, that was number four, and then uh, Monday will be number five, actually. So right. uh, there's been opportunity for public input. We've been we've been fielding questions uh, throughout the last few weeks via email and phone calls as well. So uh, I, we you know we feel there's been there's been opportunity to discuss this and and share thoughts and concerns and and actually a lot of the comments we've been receiving um, outside of the public input session. Um, have been positive towards it too. So there's been there's been comments and, and thoughts shared uh, on both sides. To be honest. Well, and Ed, you know, you ask ten people, you'll get ten different opinions. Uh, if there's a bed and breakfast in there, do you want to rent uh, the apartment? Yeah, you know, I don't know. If I live in uh, Lacrosse, I probably wouldn't want to stay in a bed and breakfast in Riverside Park unless it, I'm renting it because Riverfest is coming up, or Oktoberfest, or rented. Because of a thing, or rent it because there's a wedding going to happen downstairs, uh, that kind of thing. But uh, if if the city says no to these two young developers uh, that have an idea of bed and breakfast and a wedding venue, are uh, is there a big line of developers who want access to that building and to put their thing in it? Well, no. To, to answer you, uh, no, there isn't. Um, you know, anybody that that comes to that building, any private. Uh, industry that comes to that building, it has to has to make a go of it, has to make it work on their end. And we've heard, um, you know, time and time again, what people would want to would want to see in there. But you know, what I expressed last night at the meeting was that's great. And, and you know, I've heard a lot of coffee shops, I heard a lot of you know art galleries, and that's and all that's wonderful. And, and this this group wants to wants to do something similar to that. I mean, anybody that um, is interested in coming to the facility and, and renting it can can really do whatever they want as far as displays or um, you know, if it's a pop up coffee. Shop, something like that um, they're they're open to all those kinds of different ideas but um, the fact of the matter is it has to be it has to make sense for whoever's trying to make you know the money coming in um, the, the private the private developer not developer the private industry that's coming in has to make money to make it work on their end is what I'm trying to get at right right and uh, so to put a museum in there I heard that a couple of times this morning from listeners perfect location for a museum which is real easy to say but put a museum in there is a really expensive proposition that you have to find a deep pocket benefactor who's got the cash to bring a collection 
that people will want to go see. Ask uh, anybody involved in the Minnesota uh, uh, Maritime Museum up up in Winona or the the La Crosse Museum, downtown La Crosse. It's not an easy thing to do and not an inexpensive thing to do. Oh, you're, you're exactly right. Um, and that goes back to my previous point. But, and you know, the, the city and the county, there's a there's a committee, um, you know, the historical, and I forget the the name slips me right now, but there's a committee that's, that um, is looking for museum space and, you know, has, handles all things museum to the city of La Crosse, uh-huh. and and um, it's not it's not on their on their table right now. So, so they've said no, they're um, not interested. A museum group that is looking for space for a museum right now in the La Crosse area says they're not interested in the fish hatchery building for whatever reason. And there was a museum in in that facility for years, but uh, they moved out, and I want to say it was maybe. February, March of, of 2020, don't quote me on those dates, but yeah, the, the first floor did, did host a museum for, for quite a few years, and um, while it was, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great spot for museum, uh, don't get me wrong, it's a great spot for everything, but uh, it just wasn't, it wasn't sustainable.